The Ordinary Discussion Podcast. I'm going to start writing this stuff down so it's in front of me. Like, here's one that's really stupid simple, right? Is it, it's, here's one of my do not uh, do list. Don't ski trees. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to the Ordinary Discussions Podcast Happy New Year. This is our first podcast of 2023. We made it, guys. It feels good. It is a new year, and we're excited about what God's doing in our lives, in our organization, and we are excited that uh, we just get to be a part of what God's doing. We want to invite you to be a part of it, too. So if you're not already, uh, subscribe anywhere that you're listening, uh, rate our podcast, um, leave a comment. All of those things help us to reach other people as well and to I guess just pour gasoline on the fire that the Lord has started in our hearts. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for being here. Um, we're just privileged to be able to share with you today. We got a good show today. Jeremy, our host is going to share some great show. top notch. Great show. It's going to be a great show <laughs> because we have some top notch goal setting tips for you. Um, isn't that right, Jeremy? I, I mean, I think so. Yeah, Jeremy is shy. He won't tell you, but he kind of has the corner on uh, on some goal setting and how to be kind of uh, efficient in that way. Um, and he'd probably be humble about it and say, well, I got it from this and this and this. But look, I've seen the guy. I know he's got some good things to share, so I'm excited about that. Before we get into that, though, we did have some comments on our last video, which I love. I love when people leave us a comment and we can interact in that way. So we had Chad... Webb, shout out Chad Webb. What's up, he Chad? Said, uh, <laughs> Chad, we love you, man. Uh, our last podcast was a lot of fun. We recapped last year with Emily. Um, we talked about Christmas gifts and we were talking about the best Christmas gifts ever. And um, Emily, uh, Chad said, Emily was correct. It was a Nespresso amongst other things. And I know for a fact that he got Emily some pretty cool stuff this year for Christmas too. So shout out to Chad for leaving a comment. We love you, man. Um, <laughs> and remember to leave a comment so we can... We can acknowledge you on the next pod, but Let me today ask you, we're going to get into some. <laughs> I know this is still the intro, but hey, what, what yeah. the heck? Was chat like, he didn't just say Emily was correct. And he then said, amongst other things, is that his way of like shouting out to the real, like the, the world wide web that, hey, I'm not just an espresso guy. I got a lot more. He's, he's saying, hey, that's not where I leave it. Like he's next yeah, level. Yeah, he and I think like, he, he probably wanted to be like, I bought her a whole lot more than that. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. How, how are your holidays, Jeremy? Everything went well, smoothly, new year. They were Did good. You, you know what? Year? We never got to say, let's do this. Oh my gosh. We have to say our thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's West, get it started. All right. You didn't do it that great. I'll do it. I tried. Let's do this. Let's get this thing started. 2023. It. It's a new year, new goals, new things to accomplish. How before we get into that though, how were your holidays? Did you stay up until the new year? Are you one of those guys that like actually counts down the ball dropping all that, or you're I just did. like no? I, I stayed Come up till midnight. I tried. We had some people over at our house, and we said <clears throat> that we were going to ring in the East Coast New Year's, which would allow us to be done at ten. But the conversation was so good; it was like eleven thirty, and we realized that we were still like having a great time. The kids were downstairs having a great time. And so we just watched the replay of Times Square at 12. That's what's weird about Living Mountain Standard Time is yeah. there's really no 
maybe there is. Somebody will probably correct me. But I don't know of any cities out here that have some big festivity uh, in a ball dropping. So we gotta we gotta rely on watching reruns of of New York City. I've never thought about that. I mean, I have in terms of internationally how it's like not the same at all. But I didn't think about that. I didn't stay up at all. I went to. I was in bed. I think by eleven thirty, maybe a little earlier. So. Do you remember when New Year's was such a big deal? <laughs> like, like yeah. I remember being in my 20s and married and like looking for a party to go to or something. Like, I had to be mm-hmm. up, had to be in the in crowd. I'm like, <laughs> let me go to bed. <laughs> yeah, things how things change. I remember sparkling. I think we got sparkling cider, like, from the grocery store, and we were, like, excited. I mean, little things like that make it a big thing. Yeah. But now, I mean, my kids are going to not remember anything about New Year's being special. Uh <laughs> Because actually my daughter's birthday is on the first, so she hates it. She's like, no one stay up counting down and partying like when it's my birthday. Like she wants it to be like her special birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my wife's birthday is on the 31st. Oh, wow. So we count down her birthday and everyone's like celebrating that her birthday's over. So you got one of the Rayford ladies complaining one way, the other one complaining. We just, I've just written it off. It's just not a thing that we do. You can't win. No. No, hey, do you guys have any food traditions for the first day of the year, New Year's Day? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's a big thing in a lot do of you, regions. Um, do you guys have something? Yeah, so I grew up in the Midwest, Southern Illinois, and we uh, the the tradition there is ham and beans, white beans like like white navy beans, ham and okay. beans, cornbread, and then some sort of um, cabbage. So it could be sauerkraut, coleslaw. Um, and supposedly they each have some symbolism going into the new year. I think, I think cabbage is supposed to be a symbolism of, of finances, like, like prosperity oh, and finances. like lettuce. Like you get that. I lettuce. don't know. That's just what I've been told. You guys can research it. I don't really know, but I know that we had ham and beans. It may be the last year I make ham and beans. <laughs> it was Did you not, cook. It, it, Did you it, even cook? It tore me up, man. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm just picturing this is like the only thing you cook out of the year. No, I cook and it. So it's, I, it was, oh, okay. it was, tastes great. That was the problem. I ate way too much and too and many beans. You, you had me at cornbread. Like when you got to the cornbread part, I was like, okay, something there that I could appreciate. But ham and beans just doesn't sound like a good meal to start the year with. It's good. Trust me. It's good. I'll have to try it. But I did realize like, man, if you want to, you can eat for really cheap. Like I made a huge pot. It was probably like... I don't know. It's probably fifteen dollars into that thing. It would have fed oh, us for like it's like weeks. a soup, like a porridge. Yeah, yeah, like, like, like ham and bean soup. Okay. almost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, That's a little bit more. Not just ham and beans. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> explain that well. Uh, ham and beans. I'm bean picturing soup. like Thanksgiving meal, and you get like a slice of ham and <laughs> just the beans. No, not <laughs> quite that. Like, not quite that. But it could be. I don't like that. All right, people don't care about ham and beans. What are we? What are we here to talk about? What are we here to talk? We're here to talk about. New Year's goals. We teased it in the last podcast, and um, I think you have some great tips that you can share with us today. We'll kick it over to you. Um, I'm going to be taking some notes, sure. Uh, I'm sure. So let us know where you want to get started. Cool. Well, first I would say, uh, and it's not like some false humility. I really believe it. Like I don't know that I'm the person to speak to you guys about goal setting. I do it myself. I have for years. I've... Um, perfected it's probably the wrong term but perfected it for myself uh so a lot of what i say may work for you it may not um you may take 10 percent of it you may take 100 percent of it 
And so just I'll just tell you what I do, uh, not from the standpoint that I'm uh, the expert at this, um, but it has resulted in a lot of uh, fruit and success in my life. So, heck, maybe it will we'll do the same for you guys. And so what we'll do is, uh, if you want, you can click on the link below in the, in the description, and that will bring up a template of what, what we'll talk about right now. And then when you're done, it'll give you a template to start from if you want to utilize the exact template I use uh, to create goals for yourself or it'll allow you to, you know, mix and match and, and create what you have. That's um, awesome. so, so what you're telling me is that there's a gift that comes along with this podcast. Yeah. Free in, gift. in order to get the template, you just need to give us your name, number. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, a free gift, a truly free gift, uh, because it's probably worth what you're paying for it. <laughs> no, uh, that'd be great. I'm going to download it. Yeah, yeah, you should, and it would actually be good if you just hit pause if you're listening, download it, and if you are interested in goal setting and uh, kind of taking that to the next level, it'll allow you to follow through as we talk, and it may make more sense, right? But you don't have to. If you're driving, you can listen and download it later. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll make sure it makes sense. Yeah, so my goal setting started years ago, and it's much different today than it was then. Uh, I've utilized people like Michael Hyatt, for much of what we are going to talk about here. Some of it's my own, you know, a little spice into it for making soup, <laughs> goal soup. <laughs> um, so my little spice, uh, things that have helped me through the years. Uh, I mean, there are probably, there's probably 10 different people that have influenced that, that are, that are very successful people like Michael Hyatt, goal setting person, leadership type. My, uh, Tim Ferriss is somebody that has influenced some of this. If you guys know Tim Ferriss, four hour work week, he has a podcast. Um, his book influenced some of some of this goal setting. And so it started out, my goal started out like many of ours do. It was about it was around our physical. So how do I want to look <laughs> when you're young? Mm. And then it was around money. And it seemed it was all around this career and 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 how I want to look type of thing. And as I've matured in age and in my faith, uh, now my goals, as you'll see, are really more about creating lifestyle design. And so, yes, it's about achieving certain things, but it's about creating a lifestyle that I want to live, not that others want me to live, right? So I found that if I don't write this stuff down, I just end up doing what the world tells me I should do. And a lot of this will actually have a spiritual component to it. And I believe very strongly that our goals should bring us closer to God, not just closer to money, not just closer to worldly success. And as a believer, I think it's really important that we set goals. I mean, there's sure people listening are like, I don't, I don't do goals. Well, I would encourage you to do it, if nothing else, to keep you on track in your faith. Um, because having something that you review monthly, and that's another thing I would highly encourage. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I would highly encourage you to review your goals every month. A lot of people write goals and never look at them again. Well, what good is mm -hmm. that, right? So reviewing Guilty. them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So creating a goal to review your goals every month is part of your goal set, right? And so I have a reminder on my phone, first of every month, review your goals. Sometimes it's a fifth by the time I get to it, but I never ignore it fully. I always make sure I, I do get to it. And my goals are long, uh, and it can take me hours to review them. Some people would say, man, I don't have time to do that. I don't understand how you can live life without, guided, without, without a direction. It's like you're walking through life without a map and a compass. You're going to end up nowhere. Like you have, to have, you have to have a direction. You have to have something, some guardrail that's keeping you in place, right? 
so that, mm -hmm. I mean, you can do this, but you need something that keeps you from going here. Right. And so that's what goals yeah. are for me. And so let me just jump right in. Is that okay? Do it. So my, my template starts with, and th these can be moved around. Actually, as I was doing this, I was like, man, this should probably, some of this should be moved up and down, and, but we'll just go with what I do. So the first thing I do is like in 2023, I did lessons learned from 2022. So <clears throat> before I start writing my goals, I always try to write all the lessons that I learned from the previous year. So that sounds like, well, what does that mean? Um, let me see without, without being too vulnerable here. Um, <laughs> So one of, one of the lessons, the toilet seat down. I, yeah, that's right. One of the lessons <laughs> I wrote in 2000 that I learned in 2022 is I don't have as much control over things as I think I did. Right. So uh, we have this notion. I had this notion that somehow I have the ability to control things. And the older my kids are getting, the older that I'm getting, the more the world's changing. I'm realizing like I, I don't have as much control as I think I do. That may not mean anything to you. For me to read that, it just reminds me to stop trying to be a control freak all the time. Right. What's another one? Uh, like eating unhealthy makes me feel terrible. I'd rather feel hungry than gross after overeating. That sounds so silly, but it's a great reminder for me to read every month. It's like, okay, now I'm, I'm not going to overeat because it's, it makes me feel disgusting. Like I, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't motivate me. I know that seems so silly. You're 44 years old and that's what you learned in 2022. I'm trying to give you some, some, uh, softball pitches here. There's some things that are pretty deep, but but anyhow, I just go through my, my year. I just really try to contemplate. I probably have 30 things I learned from 22. Mm. Before I do that, I read what I learned in 2021. And I try to see if there's a theme of things that I'm still trying to learn from 21 or 2020 that I'm still learning again in 2022. And if I see that theme, then that's a goal I need to set later on, right? So mm -hmm. um, that, helps, that helps me create goals in the future. So I love doing that. Lessons learned in 2000, the previous year. It's a fun, fun exercise to try to think about like lessons you learned. And uh, it's a great way to get started in your goals. So the next thing I do. Love that. Thanks. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> the next thing I do is I define success. And I did a podcast on this. I was actually in the backcountry elk hunting uh, for the podcast. We'll put the link. Uh, the link will be in the, the goal setting template. So you can see it right there. Uh, we'll also put a link in the description. But um, it just, it talks a lot about defining, the need for defining success. I'm not going to rehash the whole thing again. But it's really important, I believe, that as we set out to write our goals, we start with defining what success is for us. Otherwise, what you do is you end up, you create a bunch of goals that aren't even your goals. It's what you think the world wants from you. It's what you think the world is calls success. But success for you may be completely different than success for me. And so mm. I find it very important to start with defining my success. What is success for me, right? And then that helps me really shape my, my true goals as I go forward. So, like, Aaron, your success may be, and I, I don't think this is the case. Maybe it is. It may be to be, be worth $100 million, right? And my goal may be I don't care about $100 million. I care about freedom, right? And I don't need $100 million to create freedom in my life. I can do that with much less. So it's not a dollar amount. It's a lifestyle that I'm trying to achieve, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we're not careful, then we end up chasing the wrong thing. So I think defining success is very important. And there is another podcast on that if you want to hear more of my thoughts on it. Have you done that, Aaron? Define success, like actually written it down? I think like, I think I've not written it down. Like I said, 
this one's going to be good for me personally, just to actually take stock of how I've been doing my goals. I think I could write down more and actually review them. So you actually can see or make adjustments along the way, but defining success, like, I don't think we've written that down. We kind of do them as a family. Um, and then I have some of my personal goals too, but you know, this type of intentionality is, I think, why I think other people will benefit from listening to this because it's like to actually take it from just thought and like, Oh, that might be nice, but then actually give the accountability to it and put it out there is a whole nother thing. So um, I've not written down as much as I probably could have for sure. Yeah. It's been extremely freeing for me. I found that I was chasing things that I didn't even care about. You know, and like one part of my, I think I shared this on that podcast on success, but in one part of my, and guys, yours can be very short and sweet. It can be long. Mine has grown over years. Like it's like one, I'll add a paragraph. I'll take away my, my definition of success has changed over the years and that's absolutely fine. Um, But at least it's mine. It's not what somebody's telling me, right? I'm not trying to be something that somebody's telling me to be. I'm doing what the Lord's put on my heart and what how he's made me. But like, like, for example, I define what success isn't right. So like at one point I say success is not more money. It's not a bigger house. It's not a nicer car. It's not more influential friends. It's not a bigger title. It's not speaking engagements. It's not the number of podcast listens invites to the event approval of the world, a six pack being the richest, the coolest, the funniest success is being me being comfortable with being me living my life without worries about what everyone else wants from me wants for me or from me. It's a life lived unhurry and on purpose. It's time alone, time with family, time in the woods, time with God, right? So that's just a little snidbit of what overall success is for me. But just even saying that and reading that every month, it makes me realize, yeah, it's not about being the most popular person. It's not about <laughs> being having the nicest house or nicest car because we can, man, the world can, can lull us into thinking that is what success is. And maybe it is for you, Okay. That, that's that's between you and the Lord and, and, and yourself. I'm just saying I have to remind myself that that's not what it is because I'll end up chasing it. And then 10 years later, I'll be like, man, I chased all this and it wasn't even what I wanted. And so mm. anyhow, it's, it's a powerful thing, I think. So that exercise is fun. That then goes into kind of where we're really going to start setting goals. And the first thing I start with, and this is weird for a lot of people, I'm actually going to change it from word for the year is what I usually call it. What's my word for the year? And I'm going to call it what is my intention for the year? Because sometimes when I say word for the year, I'm looking for this like magic word, right? And then an intention can maybe be a phrase. I want to be blah, blah, blah. Or uh, it can still be one word, but it's a word doesn't really say what it is. What I mean by what is your word for is what is your intention? Like what is the thing that you are going to be intentional about this year? And so whatever that would be for you, right? It's different every year for me. Sometimes it takes me till February to figure out what that is, but I, I always spend a lot of time in prayer and really think on it. And the reason I find it so valuable is once you have this intention, this word, it, it's, it's like this law of attraction. Have you heard about that before? Like Think and Grow Rich talks about laws of attraction. and There's a lot of business people mm-hmm. and wealth building people talk about it. But it's like this law of attraction. Like once you start thinking about it, pondering, you just see all these examples in your life. And it, and it just reminds you of, um, of, of being the way that you intend to be. I, I don't know how else to explain it, but it is powerful for me. Some people would say it does nothing for them. but So you can skip that or do it. I love it. Um, and hmm. so, yeah. 
So I always, I always start with that. Then I set goals based on um, five different, it's actually six different um, categories. Now, this is a really big topic. Again, there's another podcast on this, and that is uh, with myself and John Chandler. And we talk about the five capitals. So uh, some of you who are listening have been through uh, Uptick Entrepreneur. Uh, that'll sound very familiar. Aaron has been. He knows the five capitals. Um, and so this is why I say I just mesh a lot of things together, right? So uh, the five capitals came from Uptick Entrepreneur and John Chandler, and I put it in the format from Michael Hyatt, okay? So bear with me mm-hmm. here, and I'll kind of explain it. If you want to hear that podcast, and I would highly, highly recommend, it's way better than my success podcast. That's just me and some llamas in the backcountry. Uh, yeah, I said llamas. Those um, llamas are awesome. Those llamas were great. I did enjoy those llamas. Uh, one of my favorite days of my entire year, 2022, was that day. Um, <laughs> or those two days, you know. But I, I just had so much fun. But So listen to that podcast. It'll be linked in the in the description also be linked in this uh, template that we're going to give you. Um, it's really powerful. It's a great way to think about how you live your life. And do you remember the, the five capitals? Yeah. So you said six, so I'm interested to see what you come up with, but you've got the spiritual, you've got the physical, you've got the, uh, into wait, intellectual. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the relational, did I say relational? And then you have, um, I'm missing one. Financial. Financial. The last one. One that's, that's depending on what order, that's when I, when I went through the uptick entrepreneur, that was like eye opening for me. I was like, oh my gosh, this encompasses everything in life. And if you go back and read all my posts from that year, it's all like, it's all the five capitals. I'm like, oh my gosh, when I'm, when I'm working out, this is my physical capital. I'm low on physical capital. I need more of that. And then like, I just ate that up, but some people have them in different orders. So if you are an ordinary man or woman, you probably put spiritual capital above financial capital. Some people kind of, you know, so I think part of it is like getting them in the right order. Um, do you like order them in per- on purpose? Like when you're kind of mapping them out or are they just. No, I, yeah, very purposeful in the order. Um, because if you look at the, if you look at it, so, so here's how the world would, would rate the capitals, okay? It would be financial, intellectual, physical, relational, spiritual. It, it's like if you look at anybody that's worldly, that's, that's kind of – in fact, if you look at most people's goal sets, uh, and there's no criticism in this. This was me for years. My goals always started with financial, and they were 90% financial. Um, but, I, but, but the spiritual capitals flip it on its head, Right. And so in, in order of importance in your life is spiritual capital, relational capital, physical capital, intellectual capital, and financial capital. Now, physical and intellectual, some people will, will, will swap those. doesn't really matter. Um, we're not going to get to that debate right now. But spiritual, relational, physical, intellectual, and financial are the five capitals. And so what I do is I purposely set my goals around those five capitals. So now I'm not just throwing goals on a sheet I'm thinking about each capital in my life. So how do I want to grow spiritual capital in my life, right? That'd be a question I have to ask myself. And then this is where it gets granular, and this is where you can really make it your own. I I have a theme for each capital, 
and I put it in parentheses next to it. You guys will see it on the template if you download it. So it's quite simple for you to understand. But next to each capital, I put a theme for the year, right? So let me give you an example of that. Uh, let me see if I can go over my goals here um, and see what I have. And this this live action, so we get to we get to hear for twenty twenty three. This is twenty twenty three. So go. like my theme for spiritual capital for twenty twenty three is growth and living a life of significance and surrender. Right. So that's the theme. It's like, how can I grow a life and li living more in significance and surrender? Right. And mm -hmm. so all my goals are kind of themed around around that. So each capital, I start with a theme like that one. And then. Which is more important than a theme, and I would highly recommend you do this for all of them. I then give a why statement. So I say why in all caps and then I give the statement behind it. So each, each category then has a why. So you can leave the theme out. That may be helpful or may not. The why is very important. And it's important because when we're, we, we start with reading the why behind what we're doing, well, then it's way more motivating than just a list of things that we're trying to do because it reminds us at the moment why we wrote those, right? The why is often way more powerful than the what we do. It's why we do it. And so understanding why we made those goals is extremely important and also will give us the fuel and the, and the purpose behind completing them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like for me, again, just to make it practical, um, let me find one that's not too silly here. Sorry. Um, there are no silly goals. There are I no know. Silly I, just, goals. I, just, uh, I just don't want to be too too vulnerable here <laughs> come on we're here uh, we're here for you man what is a why are you going spiritual or are you going well i'll just you know i'll uh, just say a physical, physical a physical i was gonna why, say right so yep. a physical um why right why would i want to complete these physical goals and i say it's because it's the most vulnerable of the big three health wealth and time um and and then i go on to just explain more like it's a lot less about having a six pack or looking great. It's more about living longer. And, and that's, uh, here's a nugget. If you, if you want to hear the, the, one of the greatest nuggets of truth I've ever been given outside of the word of God is um, if you ever have the big three, take full advantage of them. And I was told this by uh, a gentleman once and it has never left me. And the big three are health, wealth, and time, Right. Very mm -hmm. few people have all three at the same time. If they do, it's usually very fleeting. It's a very short period of time. Um, many people never have them at the same time. And if you ever find in your life that you have all three at the big time, all, all, all three of the big three at the same time, do everything you can to maximize every day in that season, right? Because mm -hmm. it, it's so fleeting. And, and so what, what does that mean? So uh, many people have health, but they have no wealth, and that means that they have very little time because they're having to work their butt off to make ends meet, right? I'm, I'm just making this up, but you guys can see. There's people, we all know people that are extremely wealthy that have absolutely no health. They have all the time in the world. They have all the wealth in the world, but they can't really do anything because they don't have any health, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that have time, but they have no wealth. They're broke. And maybe they have health, maybe they don't, right? So it's very rare that you have all three at the same time. So anyhow, a lot of my goals mention this big three health, wealth, and time and taking full advantage if I, if, if, or when I have that. Right. So anyhow, mm -hmm. I think that's a cool nugget. That was one of the best pieces of advice that, that someone ever gave me.
that's new. That's new for me too. So I'm going to ponder that the big three, the big three, you know what it does is it, it, it caused there's, there's a lot of people that could have it, but they, they never really conceptualize what they have. And then they just, they work, they may be wealthy and wealthy or, or financially somewhat independent in their youth, but they never conceptualize what they have. So they just work right through it. And then by the time they're done, you know, maybe their health is gone and, and, and now they don't, now they can't enjoy it. So mm-hmm. anyhow, I think it's an interesting concept to contemplate. And uh, so we, we got off on a tangent there, but anyhow, that's good. Um, so the five categories uh, are spiritual, uh, write a theme for it. Why are you trying to accomplish these goals? And then I just write goals below it. So it could be one or two goals. It can be four or five. I would not do more than four or five. I mean, you're going to have four or five and five or six categories before you know it. You're going to have so many goals. You can't even succeed. Too so, much. Yeah. yeah. So keep it, keep it pretty concise and, and something that, that is challenging, but something that you can still, uh, realistically accomplish. Right. Mm. And then, on to relational, you know, relational can, can have something to do since we're on the ordinary discussions podcast that may have something to do with discipleship in your life. That may go into the spiritual side. It may go under both. It could be that you want to become more intimate with your wife. It may mean that you want to connect more with your kids and find things to do that, that they enjoy. Right. So uh, I don't know what that looks like for you. Maybe it's a family vacation at the beach with everybody in your family, whatever that goal is, uh, it's relational. And then physical is pretty obvious. You know, what do I want to do uh, to stay fit? And then the why is important in physical, like we talked about. Otherwise, you'll find yourself just working out to look good. That's not normally a good enough motivator to stay on track. So there normally has to be something more more impactful than just I want to look good, right? Um, intellectual goals. Uh, mine normally uh, fall in the category of reading a certain amount of books in certain types of categories. Um, yours may be you know, get a seminary degree or go back to college and, and get a master's. I, you know, I don't know what that looks like for, for each person, but uh, intellectual goals and then financial. I, I don't think anybody on this podcast needs my help with financial goals. I mean, you can find anybody in the world that will tell you how to set financial goals, but, and that's so, that's so specific to each person um, that, yeah. So I'll just stay high level and say, so far what we have is we, we have our lessons learned for the previous year. We define success. We create a word for the year or an intention. I like that better, an intention for the year. Then we set goals around the five capitals, which are spiritual, relational, physical, intellectual, and financial. And again, all this is on a template, so you don't have to remember that. <laughs> hey, I will say one thing um, before we get into this last one is in financial. I have a subset um, on the template in, in my life, and that is giving. So it's a goal that goes under financial. Because what I find, I think it's really important that giving is a goal, and we, we otherwise we'll, we'll forget about it. I, I think giving is so important um, for our heart around money, and, um, and our generosity is so important around wealth building in general that I, I actually have a subset goal within financial that has to do with giving. Because if my goals are only about making and I don't have any goal around giving, then my heart has a really good chance of going astray when it comes to money. That's good. Is that the six? Is that the six that you were talking about? 
It's not. Or like sort of like five and a half. I was teasing oh. the sixth. The sixth is my favorite. <laughs> okay. Okay. The sixth is one that I really enjoy. It'll probably be a challenge for a lot of people listening uh, because eh, it may not, but it does take a lot of thought. It, it takes it takes some deep reflection uh, on your life. Um, but it's my sixth category is not one of the five capitals. It's lifestyle design. What is lifestyle design? What would what what does that mean to you, Aaron? Uh, if I had to define that without knowing exactly where you're going, I would say setting it up like the life that you want to live. Like if you think about time being a limited resource for everybody, like how do you want to be able to spend your time? Um, and what do you want it to look like? Maybe even like a little bit of legacy. Like how do you want people to kind of remember you sort of thing? That's kind of how I would try to define it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just try to look at, you know, my life and, and, and set parameters in a way that allows me to live the way that I want to live my life, not the way that others think that I should. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, let me, let me see if I can give you some solid examples from my goals. Um, like one of my lifestyle designs is around minimalism, right? Is going through the house twice a year and minimizing anything in the house. Now that may not mean anything to anyone else. For me, it, it means a lot. And it, I just, I like that lifestyle of not having just things everywhere. And, and it, it just focuses me on how unvaluable things really are and how much things cause stress. Um, Hmm. You know, like last year, one of my lifestyle design goals was to try to hire an operations manager for ordinary men because it just wasn't creating the lifestyle that I felt like that I should be in because I wasn't necessarily walking in my strong suits in some areas of my life. Um, Mm. One of my lifestyle design goals is think big, you know, like what, what crazy thing can you do? What crazy goal can you, can you run after? And so I have another one this year around controlling my cell phone. Like my cell phone controls me. I want to get away from that. And so that's, um, for me, that's what lifestyle design looks. It's like planning my life uh, because I'm the only one that's actually living it, right? And so it just, it's kind of, it just keeps me on track in a lot of areas of my life that I could go astray on. I like that. So, so underneath lifestyle design, then you would put specific goals underneath that too. And the why under, underneath those. Yeah. Just, just like the other categories. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that kind of gets us to the, the bottom here, which is, and I think lifestyle design is a ton of fun. It's, it's just fun to think about. Um, it's, it's interesting in everything we do in life. We kind of like, we do this, we, we design the path, like, where do we want to go? What do we want it to look like? Like even our house, like we design it the mm-hmm. way we, but for some reason in our own lives, we just let it happen the way it should happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's so fun to more think about it as like, no, I don't have to just be a product of, of what happens around me. I actually have control over making some decisions. I certainly life happens to us. I get that. But, but there's a lot of things that we can make decisions and, and help uh, design a lifestyle that we actually want to live. Um, for some of you, it may be quitting a job that you can't stand or yeah, who knows, right? Could be mm-hmm. relational. Who knows? Then I get into some final things here and we can kind of go quick through these. Then I have a fun section. It's just a category called fun. So it's just a list of activities that I want to accomplish that year, 
right? So it could be anything. I mean, it could be vacations. It could be you want to run a marathon, certain conferences you want to go to, places you want to visit. Uh, the key there is to think big and not make it things that have to be accomplished. Like these are things like I think so big, like it's stupid at times, like the things I put on there. And I don't even know, I don't even think that I'll accomplish them. So it's not about whether or not I'll be able to turn it red or blue at the end of the year or red or green at the end of the year. Cause I do that. I go through each goal and I turn everything green that I accomplished and red or yellow that I did or, or completely felt at is red. Um, and that just lets me see how I did in my goal set at a quick glance. But I don't do that with the fun because those are just, it's fun. It's just, it's just a way of thinking, keeping your mind moving in a, in a new and fun and, and adventurous direction. And mm-hmm. so for me, that's, so is that like, that's important. Is that like a, just a playground area for you? Because as you were saying some of that, like for instance, a marathon or, or like a weightlifting or a whatever, like, right. Um, like those sort of fun things, <laughs> fun for some people, yeah. right? Uh-huh. right? Um, they could go in the physical capital section, but so, so I guess this is just specific to, to you and your playground section. Like, it's like, no, I don't necessarily need to go, you know, I've in the past been like, I want to run a marathon or a half marathon too, but it's like, do I need to, or is it okay if I just run like a 5k, you know, twice a week or something like that, you know? So it's like, maybe the like physical goal is like the, stay in shape to be able to run at least a 5k, but the astronomical fun, that would be cool if I did, but no worries. If not would be like the marathon. Yeah. I think like if a marathon was a true thing that you a hundred percent wanted to do this year, it maybe should go in the the physical category, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe, um, probably I would. Uh, these are things that are just kind of aspirations. Like you said, just playground. Mm -hmm. If they happen to happen, if they don't, it's not like, I didn't, I failed at something like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm trying to find some stuff here, you know, like I want to climb a 14er. If you don't know what a 14 er is, uh, re- watch our podcast with Alex or, or Eric Alexander it? coming up, uh, 14,000 foot peak in Colorado. There's a number of them and it's kind of like an accomplishment to climb them. There's a club 14 er club. Yeah. The 14 er club, you know, I want to, I want to go to a college football game next year with my son, Caden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to shoot the total archery challenge. You know, it's just things that like, if I make it, I make it. If it happens, it happens. If not, but what happens if I don't put it down here, then it, like in January, well, in February, when I read these, it's going to remind me that, well, the total archery challenge is coming up. I got to make sure I register for that. Otherwise then I forget. And then registration fills up and then I don't do it. Right. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, it's just, it's been a great way to keep life fun and, and keep adventure mm-hmm. in front of me. So that's, that's cool. a fun section. Literally, the fun section. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, you like that? And then, uh, so here's, we'll finish this up, wrap this up for everybody. Uh, the next thing I do is 2022, because that was last year. So the previous year, significant events, right? So then I go through and I and I just write down everything that I felt like was significant in 2022. Now, it could be significant in a good way. It could be significant in a bad way. It doesn't matter. I just kind of mind dump. You may say, why would you do this? I I don't know. It just helps me really reflect on the year and make sure that I'm learning any lessons that I need to learn that may be, you know, a red, a red light flashing of like, Hey, be careful in this area of your life or a green light saying, do this a whole lot more. 
right? Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey has a book called Green Lights. I love the book. It's a great, it's a great book. I, if you want to, if you listen to it, uh, if you get it, listen to it because he narrates it himself. And, uh, mm. you know, Ma- Matthew McConaughey, his voice, uh, <laughs> he's, it's so great, dude. It is so great. Um, but anyhow, he has, he calls it green lights and he just talks about his life. Every time he had a green light, he would follow the green light. Anytime he had a red light, he would pivot away from it. And that's just how, how, he, how he's kind of lived his life. So I think this, this helps us see green lights and red lights in our life. So the 2022 significance, you know, it's very similar to what we started with was lessons learned. Maybe they could be put together. Maybe they're both not needed, but, but I do both. And then almost done here. Um, (laughs) this is a funny thing that I started doing. This is just a Jeremy thing. I haven't found it anywhere else. I don't think I got it anywhere else, but I, I do, I list out everything I did for the first time. Um, and so that is, I believe, really a cool way of making sure that you're staying adventurous in life, not getting in a rut, uh, thinking about life differently, not like, oh, I'm getting old, I can't do things. Because no matter how old we are, we can find something new that we can do in our lives. It just keeps it, keeps it exciting, keeps it fun. Yeah. And so... I don't necessarily set out like some of my fun stuff are first time things. If I accomplish them and they'll go on my first time list, but I don't set out to say how many first things can I do this year, but I set out to be adventurous in a way that will make sure this list gets populated. Um, and so you got like, you got like one first time from 2022 you could share. Yeah, I can share. I'll share a couple here. Like I bass fished as a co-angler for the first year, right? I, I fished tournaments as a co-angler that, I may not seem like a big deal. I mean, I'm sitting in Colorado without a bass within <laughs> 500 miles of me. I don't have a boat. I didn't have a single piece of fishing gear. I sold it all when we moved to Colorado. So in January, I decided I was going to do this. I got online, bought all my fishing gear, had it all shipped here because the Bass Pro Shop was two and a half hours away from my house. And I didn't want to <laughs> deal with driving there. Had it all shipped to my house and then got on a plane, flew to Okeechobee, Lake Okeechobee in Florida, and got on some random professional fisherman's boat and fished a tournament. I did that four times last year. Um, it was amazing. It was so amazing. <laughs> and it's actually, it's turned a new leaf in my life in a big way. Um, let's see. I mean, what, what, oh, I had a, uh, I had a filmed elk hunt, uh, seek one. If you guys don't know who they are, seek one, it's a big white tail hunting, uh, outfit. Um, somehow well, I know how it was through John Weems, which actually went through ordinary men and led a group. Uh, he, he somehow got me hooked up with them to take them on an elk hunt. And I was kind of not really guiding them, but I was calling the, I was calling for them and, and taking them out. So hopefully that'll air soon. Uh, mm-hmm. that was kind of a cool thing. I, I hiked Maroon Bells to Crested Butte. Unbelievable. Like you start in Aspen, Colorado, and it's like a 14, I think maybe I'm exaggerating 14 or 15 mile hike up and over Maroon Bells pass into Crested Butte, which is like a two hour drive by car. But you're like, you know, in a car you have to go around, but you're like up and over. So you're shortcutting it. And then mm-hmm. we stayed in Crested Butte that night and then hiked back the next. Incredible experience. You know, things like that are mm-hmm. like first-time things for me. There's some other more intimate things, uh, but, you know, those are just some some fun things. How about you? What, let's, let's think about it. What did you do for the first I, time this year? Oh, I knew you were going to do that. I was like sitting there thinking like, wow, Jeremy's done a lot of first cool things. Uh what did I do? Um, let's see. Well, our family first was going to Alaska. Mm. We went to Alaska and we hiked 
I think our first family hike, significant hike, which was like 10 miles up to the uh, Harding Ice Trail. Um, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, it was also a first time that, you know, in terms of the work stuff, like first time we really kind of set some real intentional short-term, you know, medium and long-term goals, kind of got intentional at work. And that's kind of been a, a game changer in terms of, like we're talking about putting intentionality behind what we're doing instead of just working in a hamster wheel, like knowing where you're headed and being able to track it along the way. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I should do this. I'm doing this exercise with all of our listeners. I'm going to write down my stuff and, uh, and reflect. It'd be kind of cool to be able to have a, a record of like all the first in 2023. It was the first time I did this. Went yeah, on a fishing boat with Jeremy and got seasick. There you go. Like that, That'd be... let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I will say that's one of the more fun things about. Like, I really look forward to setting my goals every year because it allows me. I can do it anytime, but it's the time that mm-hmm. I go back and look at previous years. So I'll usually go three or four years back. It is really fun to not only look at your goals and see what you've accomplished or what you didn't accomplish, and you're like, I can't even believe I wanted to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And then like first times, what I did for fun, you know, it's, it's really cool to see your life progression in this uh, on paper, you know, and I think it's a great reminder. It's a great reminder of God's blessing in our life. It's a great reminder of our growth. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's one last thing. Um, well, two last two, two things, um, Mm. that, that I do. And you guys are like, man, this is going forever. I get it. Again, don't feel like you need to do all of this. Uh, do some, do all, do very little. It doesn't doesn't matter. I'm just trying to share what I do, and hopefully it helps. But uh, the last two things is I write a 220. It's a, this year it was a 2023 do not do list, right? So these are things I've learned in the past that I don't want to do in 2023. So it's lessons learned. I can't tell you how many people I know that have had less great lessons in their lives, and then they walk the same mistake out years later. And I think it's because we forget to remind ourselves of these lessons that we learned. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's some stat out that um, if you've ever been scammed, you're like 10 times more <laughs> likely to be scammed again in the future. Did you know that? That does not make any sense. Yeah, it may not be 10 I times. Maybe it's paper, two times more. Maybe It doesn't really matter. I you're guess. much more likely. I guess you're susceptible to... to deceit or something i don't know well i think it's how deliverance from the lord it's probably how your how your your mind is you're just very trusting you're very willing to you're very compassionate but Mm -hmm. like the reason those people get scammed over and over again and people buy lists of people that have been scammed so that they can call them and scam them like it's a it's a real thing you can look it up i mean it's crazy that's Mm -hmm. it's how susceptible some people become and it's just an example what if they wrote a goal set is like, be careful when it comes to finances, don't trust everyone. Like it's just, I know that sounds so silly and it's kind of funny, but we do the same thing. I do the same thing in other areas of my life that I keep falling into the same stupid mistake. And I finally got to the point, I was like, I'm going to start writing this stuff down. So it's in front of me. Like, here's one that's really stupid, simple, right? Is it, it's, here's one of my do not uh, do list. Don't ski trees. <laughs> right don't ski trees you're like what does that mean well if you're if you ski at all sometimes the powder in the trees you can ski in between the trees and i'm talking like a true like woods like you would experience like you're like in and out 
Um, the powder can be really good in there. You can find stashes of powder that have been there for a week that nobody knows about. And a lot of my buddies do it, and a lot of very good skiers do it. But you know what? I know that it makes me so susceptible to injury, and mm. the chances of me coming out of those trees without a busted hip or a knee are so slim. So, But but here's what I do know about myself. I'm so competitive, and I just want to go. that If I have buddies doing it, I'm like, I'm just going to follow them in. I can't say no, right? But if mm-hmm. I read that every month, I'm like, no, I ain't skiing trees. No. <laughs> go, go around. Yeah. Go around the tree. So, you know, it's just silly stuff like that sometimes. Sometimes it's much, much bigger. Uh, but it reminds me on a monthly basis some lessons that I've learned so that I don't fall into that same mistake. Wow. Um, Dude, that one, that one just I feel like I would be disobedient to not just spiritually parallel with things that God has put on my heart, like where – difficult lessons to learn going things, the hard, doing things the hard way. And then like by the grace of God coming out alive, a lot of those things spiritually should be on the do not do list. Um, and so both spirit, you know, fun stuff like skiing, but spiritually too, there's a list of things where that's where like in each of these things, I can almost see like you having a spiritual and a, and a physical like category underneath of there too. You can lump them all together, but yeah. Um, wow. That's, that's really huge. No, for sure. They, they are just lumped. Like I all have ski trees. I'm not going to tell you what's right below, but it is a spiritual lesson. Mm. Right. And I'll have yeah. like something yeah. extremely deep <laughs> about like some expectation around my relationship with God or something next to don't ski mm. trees. Like it's just this yeah. mind dump. Yeah. And what I find is because when you put it into the right perspective, starting with spiritual and the five capitals, when when you do your goals around being a follower of Christ and that mm-hmm. that every decision you make should bring you closer to him, if it's financial, if it's giving, if it's physical, like whatever it is, like the motivation is ultimately around the kingdom, then it, it does keep that that in mind. Um, mm-hmm. Even the Love fun, that. even the fun is, is yeah. a lot of times um, has a spiritual component. And then the last thing I do, and I'll let you guys go here, but um, is a 2020, I said 22, I should have said 23, 2023 life energy exercise. So <clears throat> that sounds a little new age, life energy, I know. Um, <laughs> join us join on us. life energy exercise. The one thing we are selling is crystals. So if you click below, you no. can buy, you can buy the no, crystals. We <laughs> oh, we're not? No. Oh, you said we I were. Accident- Dude, I accidentally put some crystals on my like Christmas wish list, and thank you to my mom. She was like, "Aaron, I don't know if you meant to um, add these to your list, but these are like <laughs> new age crystals." I was like, "Oh, I thought they were just cool bracelets." She was like, "No, go read the description." And I was like, "Well, I don't want those." Then. <laughs> yeah. So no, we're not selling crystals. Okay, mom, so we're not selling worry. crystals. Uh, but mm-hmm. the life energy exercise. So I got this. Where did I get this from? I don't even remember where I got it from, but it was just a year or two ago that I got it. And I love it. I love it. Mm. So the only time you you don't do this, when you make your goals, you do this when you review them every month. So you'll do it 12 times in a year or 11 times because you probably won't, you may not do it January when you create Mm. your goals. What you do is at the end of, at the end of reviewing your goals every month, you, you type out, well, it's already done for you on the template, but you type out January and then life giving dot, dot, and then life draining, dot, dot, right? And you list in that month things that were life-giving to you, and you list things in that month that were life-draining for you, right? 
Then when you get to the end of 2023 and you start doing goals for 2024, you read through those 12 months of life draining and giving. It could only be a couple things each month, right? And you're like, oh, I got to do more of this. So how can I set goals to make myself do more of this? Lifestyle design, maybe it's around finances, whatever it is, right? So I would say in January, what was life draining? Eating like crap over the holidays. It's very life draining for me. So like, I got to make a goal that around the holidays, I don't just go off the rails, right? Maybe one day I do, but I can't do it for like a week because I feel terrible. What was life giving to me? Um, I don't know. What was life giving to me around the holidays? Spending time with family. Right. And so then, then I can look back at those and it really, really helps shape, um, especially that lifestyle design section. It really helps shape um, eliminating things and adding things to my life based on what was draining or giving within that specific month. And it's very interesting. If you start doing it, you'll be surprised that you won't be surprised, but, but you'll be surprised at the things you've done for years and years and years and years that are draining. And you're like, why am I still doing these? Like, why am I doing this? Um, and so that is a great exercise. And that's the end of the goal setting. Um, and that's just part of your review. So if you go back to the top, it sounds like a lot. It kind of is, but it's worth it. Lessons learned in the last year. Define success. Your intention for the year. Goals around the five capitals plus lifestyle design. Think about what you want to do for fun this year. Think about what was significant in the previous year. Think about what you did for the first time. Just keeps life fun and adventurous. Um, through all that, contemplate on what you don't want to do again, <laughs> what lessons you learned, <laughs> and then you have this life energy drill. So, you know, I don't know. It seems like a lot. I don't think it really is that much. Uh, it's well worth it because you have one, it's like a soap opera, you have one life to live, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, make the most of it. Have fun with it. Don't get in a rut. I accomplished mm-hmm. so many things that a lot of people don't accomplish, not because I'm some great, I'm not talking about finance. I'm not talking about just having fun. I do so many things that are fun and adventurous that people are like, I, I'm sure they'll look at me like, how does he have all that time? Because I just plan it. I just design it. I plan it. I don't let mm-hmm. life happen to me. I try to always stay ahead of it. It will happen to me. I get it. But I always try to mm-hmm. stay ahead of it and say, what do I want to do? Let's get this planned. Because if you wait till the last minute, you just won't do it. And so. You're right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, well, thank you for sharing your secret tips with us. Mm, I think they're secrets. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do this because I think it's a great exercise. I've got some goals, but I can put them in this, in this tool and then I can expound on them. And I think one of the biggest takeaways for me is like, don't just write it down and do this, but then you got to go on your calendar or on your to-do list or whatever you do to say, okay, when am I going to take time to review these every month? Yeah. Because if you just write them down and don't look at it till next year, there's really not a big difference of, you know, just letting life happen to you versus writing them down and then letting life happen. to Yeah. You. Same thing. So you just I, wasted more time. <laughs> I think that's one of the big takeaways for me. Um, guys, I hope you guys found it uh, as helpful as I did. So leave in the comments, which section kind of like jumped out at you the most or how you're going to, um, make adjustments or use this tool. Um, Jeremy, thank you, man. That was awesome. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate you. Let me talk through my silliness and hopefully just a little something, hopefully something helps somebody, right? If one person gets a, a nugget from it and, uh, 
yeah, if you have any questions, if any of this confuses you, reach out to us. Make sure you download that that document. And uh, and hopefully, you know, more than anything, uh, if you really look at what we did, this intention, this lessons learned, like all these things, if it really has the potential to impact your spiritual journey. It really has the potential. Like if you can get your life in a way that you can create some margin, you can start eliminating the things that are distracting you from the Lord. Like it could be, although it looks like a personal, like I just want to be better at me, it could really be what opens up a real a real um, opportunity for you in your spiritual walk. And I really believe that. And it's made a ton of difference for me. And so, guys, good luck with it. And let's have a great 2023. How about that? Yes. All right. Until next time. Say it. Let's do this. You did it. You're so good. <laughs> See you guys.